Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Edwin. We are plugging right along here in John chapter 8. Today we're going to pick up our reading in John 8, verse 39. I'm going to read John 8, verse 39, till... Unto, verse 47, John 8, verse 39. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you are Abraham's children, you would do the deeds of Abraham. But now you are seeking to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. This Abraham did not do. You are doing the deeds of your father. They said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one Father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and have come from God, for I have not even come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? It is because you cannot hear my word. You are of your Father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your Father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Which of, uh, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God. I want to remember the point you made yesterday. We, we're seeing this mixed crowd. It, it says earlier in the chapter that he is speaking to those who believe him. Yeah, verse 31. There's not a clear delineation of talking to anyone else. What we're, what we're kind of banking on is that he's got a mixed crowd and many people are responding. And, but I will say there's not a clear delineation. And he goes into this statement about you guys want to kill me and you're of your father, the devil. Well, I mean, and let's think about that for a moment, because in their mind, they are of their father, Abraham. Abraham. And he tells them, teaches them, what what does it mean to be the, the son of Abraham and offspring of Abraham? If you're really the son of Abraham, you'll do the deeds of Abraham. And Abraham okay. believed. And Abraham believed. Abraham believed the word of God. That's exactly right. And, and if you were of him, of course, you would believe me. Mm-hmm. I come from God. Uh, but that's not the way their deeds look. That's not the deeds that they are doing. This is one of the most stunning rebukes in Scripture to me as he says, no, I, I will reveal to you who your father is. It's the devil. You're doing the deeds of the devil. Let me just say, okay, maybe this is in my head because I'm listening to a sermon from a brother uh, and he's talking about folks who are saying, you know, I, I don't want to believe in the punishment. I don't want to believe in uh, hell. I don't want to believe in that, that God's going to condemn people. I just want to love people like Jesus. I just, and I'm, and I'm listening to this. Here's Jesus love. Yes. Here's Jesus love. Je- it, it is loving for Jesus to expose the darkness. Mm-hmm. It is loving to say you're of your father, the devil. And unless you believe that I am, I am mm-hmm. he, you're going to die in your sins. That's Jesus' love. I think we need to recognize that. And it's not just, I, I know there are a lot of people today who are like, well, yeah, he just said that kind of thing to the Pharisees. He just said that to the really religious people. Everybody else, he just was nice and 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 just said nice things to. I, I, I mean, here in this chapter, it, he's talking to Jews who believe him. 
Yeah. And and he leads into this discussion. Again, I know there's mixed crowds, but just I think we need to grasp that. It is not opposed to the love of God to warn people about what's coming yes. if they won't listen to God's word. And it's not opposed to the love of God to do that with people who believe or with people who don't believe. That's absolutely right. I think one of the things that, about this warning, particularly in the reading today, that we would do well to hear, heed, and, and wake up to is a warning about the devil. Yes. That there is a real personal being, yes. the devil. Yes. And that he has an agenda. He has plans and uh, wiles, uh, to borrow the phrase from Ephesians 6. And it is not to benefit or bless us at all. His path is only the path of murder and death and violence and mayhem. And that is a path for you. That is a path for your family. That is a path that will spread to the world at large. I, you know, people scratch their head and they look around at violence in the news and crime and war and downright malice and meanness among neighbors. It seems like people can't even have a conversation with people anymore without getting canceled and judged. How did it get to a place like this? And I believe it's because the devil has been at work and people have been listening to a devil and doing the deeds of that father, the devil, and that's where it leads. The thing we have to grasp here, Andrew, is I cannot believe in Jesus without believing in the devil. Whoa. All right. Yeah. All right. So I get it. Unpack that. If there I, I are atheists right. and skeptics who are saying Jesus was just some guy, I can understand why they might say, you, you, no devil. But we've got folks today who want to believe in Jesus. They want to follow Jesus somewhat, but they want to believe there is no devil and there's no hell for the devil. There's no place that has been reserved for the devil and his angels. They want to get rid of all that side of it. And you just can't. Mm -hmm. Jesus here announces and proclaims there is a devil. Mm -hmm. And not only is there a devil. He is active and he is working. He is actually trying to influence people. And he's pointing out to these folks who are listening, he's been influencing you. Mm -hmm. You have been influenced. Not that he danced around on their shoulder in red tights with a pitchfork and stinging them <laughs> with their pointy tail. But he has been influencing them. Well, we're talking about light exposing darkness. And he is waking them up to a reality. Yeah. And the reality is that they are slaves. Yes. They're slaves and they don't even know they're slaves. They're slaves and they reject that. And they say, we've never been enslaved to anyone. We're sons of Abraham. Mm -hmm. Which by itself, I, I don't quite understand how that is a geopolitically accurate statement to make <laughs> yeah. for that time and place since they are occupied by Rome and since they are slaves of Rome at that moment. I mean, exactly. So I, I'm not exactly sure what plane they're pushing back on, but they resist and reject the idea that they're slaves. And so he explains them exactly how they're slaves. They're slaves of sin, slaves of sin, and they must be freed of that slavery. And that will, only which, which gets Jesus. you back to, well, how did they get there in chain enslaved to sin? There is a devil who's been setting forth temptations and at work among them, and they're way down, uh, way further down the path of doing the deeds of the devil and being, you know, being sons of the devil in that respect because they do those deeds, then they even realize, then they would even acknowledge. 
probably should have overlapped in our reading again today to pick up where Jesus pointed out. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus is offering truth. He's the light of the world. He's, mm-hmm, showing, mm-hmm. he's showing the world as it really is. And what we need to understand is the world as it really is is not merely a material, natural, physical, biological place. It is a spiritual place. We live in a spiritual yes. cosmos. And there are spiritual beings, and there is spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And the, the there is overlap and there's interplay between what's going on in the spiritual war behind the scenes and what's happening in our lives. And the devil really is active. And his number one way of combating Jesus, who is the light and the truth, is to turn, is to try to... Wow, what's the word I'm looking for? Try to turn down the light. Try to, uh, to obscure sure. the light. Try to block the light so that yeah. there will be shadow and darkness. And he does that by lies. Exactly. What are his tools? What are his tactics? It's lies. It's lies. And it's always been lies. And it's always been lies. Oh, yeah. you won't die. You won't die if you eat from that tree. You won't die. Yeah. No, God doesn't want you to eat from that tree because he knows you'll be like him. You'll be like him. We don't. We, that's that's what will really happen. Yeah, you you want to yeah. be like God. So hey, God's holding you down. You know, let's let's just comment on that real quick because okay, at the sure. end of that whole event, God Himself says they have become a little bit like God. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, they become like us. We can't let them keep eating from the tree of life now. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they'll be like that and they'll just be living like that forever. So when the devil lies, his lies are sometimes mixed with truth. Little kernel of truth. Little kernel of truth. Like when he's tempting Christ and he'll quote some scripture to Jesus. Yes. It doesn't mean the scripture's false. No. He uses it incorrectly. <laughs> he, he would twist it and use it falsely. That, yes. But, but look, when you're dropping scripture on somebody, that there's truth in scripture. Can I can I just comment on this? Because I hear people... Well, it's it's kind of your show. <laughs> Well, thank you. Go right ahead. You're so kind. You're so kind. You're in chair one. So comment. I'm not sure I can now. So here's the thing. Um, I hear people say, all truth is God's truth. Uh I believe that. That is true. There's just the truth. And if it's the truth, it came from God. And certainly folks in all kinds of places from all kinds of backgrounds will say things that are true. And if what they're saying is true, ultimately that comes from God. Mm -hmm. But remember, some of what the devil said was true. And I can say, all truth is God's truth. Does that mean what I'm supposed to do is now listen to everything the devil says so I can hunt for all the little bits of truth and what the devil says so that I can know truth? No, absolutely not. I guess I just want to point out, just on a very practical, pragmatic, I believe all truth is God's truth. I believe that everybody out there has said some truth. I think that every religion that's out there, if you read all their stuff, you will find things that are true in all of them. Mm -hmm. But here's what God did. God did not say, I'm sending you on a treasure hunt through all of the religious junk that's out there where you're going to find the bits and pieces that are true in all of the religions out there so that you can figure out the truth. No, what he did was send Jesus into the world, and Jesus is the truth. He gave us his word, and his word is truth. In him is light, and there is no darkness. In his word is truth, and there are no lies. I don't have to go searching through everything. I don't have to go find the bits and pieces and the scraps of truth that are out there in all of the devil's lies. I can stay with Jesus where there is nothing but truth, mm-hmm. and there's all the truth that I need. Yeah, I, I really want to encourage folks with that message. Jesus is the truth and has no lie. I don't need to be swallowing all the lies to try to find some yeah, truth. I, know. I, I like that. that our, 
the purpose of our life is not to be on a truth scavenger hunt. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. And and look, here's I, what I don't mean is we're not allowed to read anything written by people. I'm not saying that. And I look, if you find things there that are true, that's fine. But this notion that somehow we're going to become better Christians by finding truth in Buddhist teachings is just not true. Well, and, and we have to recognize what's the standard that we're even judging that to say, oh, here was a kernel of truth. We're still going to come back to Christ. Yes. We're still going to come back to the word of God as the arbiter of truth. The only way we're going to know it's true is if we come back to Jesus. Yeah, Sorry, I, I got a little bit off track there. I do want to make sure that, that we bring up a few points that you have shared with me in the past. Right. We, we've got the devil lying, and why is that dangerous for us? It's dangerous because lies have consequences, right? And we are apt to listen to his lies uh, as he packages what he is selling in the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Uh, in our minds, we can imagine these kinds of realities, and we can think, oh, it, it would be a better way. I could have this uh, gratification now by giving into his lies. I can, you know, ha- have this pride and, and uh, you know, ascend to these places of power, and, uh, you know, it, I can have my best life now. I just need to do it the devil's way. The lies are pleasing to me. Yes. There's a part of me that wants to hear him, wants to listen. Yeah. Is there anything that's... And the culture itself around us normalizes it, Ah, okay? Yeah. There's a world around us that, you know, (laughs) at the one hand, denies that there's even a devil, and you must be so backwards and foolish to think that that's real. But on the other hand says, but, you know, everything this devil would tell you, that's the way it is, and you ought to do that. You ought to live that way. Um, And it is to the destruction of our soul, ourselves, our families, and our culture. And you look around at a culture and a society that is beginning to unravel, and it's because a lot of people have been believing the devil's lies for a long time. And Jesus tells us where it leads to. He's a murderer. It leads to death and destruction. The world's going to tell us we're oddballs. Oh, yeah. And they may not tell us. They'll just treat us like that. And part of that makes it hard to listen to truth. Mm -hmm. Can I just point out, by the way, if I can just tie it back to my concern about people going on the scavenger hunt for truth and everything else that's out there, when we realize that what the devil does is mix lies with truth, look, apart from Jesus, when we're looking at all that other stuff, we won't be able to tell what's the lie and what's the truth. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, this business of, oh, I found this thing in this other religion that pleases me. This makes a whole lot of sense. This, this just feels so spiritual and I like it. Well, yeah, that's what the devil does. He gives you lies that are pleasant, that, that sound good. That's what he did with Eve. That's what he tried with Jesus. That's what he's always been doing. I was just going to say, and and other lies are so dark. I I know we're... We're way over time, but keep going. Well, look, man, I, I've been, I, over the years, I've read the Quran a lot. And I have observed within myself, I spent a lot of time reading that document and that book, and it makes my heart heavy. Yeah. Okay? It, because there's, there's just dark things in there. It's because of all the threats uh, to, against Muslims, too. I mean, it's not a very encouraging read for the Muslim people, but particularly for the people, you know, the, that are the infidels. And, and uh, you know, it's just to contemplate the way that book wants to change your mind about the nature of God and who God is and, you know, whether he loves or doesn't love and that there's no Savior. It is a It becomes warping after a time. Mm. You know, are there some kernels of truth in it? And, you know, kind of as an example of what you say, well, listen, you're going to read some names in there. It sounds very familiar, like Abraham and Noah and Moses and Adam and 
even Jesus. But they are recast, retold, reshaped in such ways that, yeah, the, the, the names are the same, but these are different people and different stories because there's a different God and different religion. Yeah. And it's a very popular lie. Yes, but a lie nonetheless. Yeah. And where do we find the truth? We find the truth in Jesus. Do not live by lies. Live by truth. Holy God, thank you for your son who is truth. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our minds and hearts to imbibe your truth. May we not heed the lies of the devil. May we not even hunt down the lies of the devil. May we stay clearly with your truth. It is through your son, Jesus, the truth, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.